Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So it's been a while, it's been what, two weeks now? Three weeks maybe? I think three weeks. Um, I just got caught up in a load of work and had a, a good few things to finish up before the end of the year. So I said November is the perfect month to do to do so. First I want to start um, about the Spotify wrapped. So I got that on Wednesday and today's Friday the 1st of December. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in every week, almost every week, to listen to me and my guest explore the most random topics. Um, and I just want to say thank you, whether you listen to one episode or if you listen to all the episodes, thank you, honestly, for tuning in. Um, because this was something that I started as a thing of, oh, we'll see where it goes. And people seem to be enjoying it. And honestly, I love doing it. I love sitting down, if it's by myself or with another guest, just sitting down talking about life or talking about anything that, that comes up. Um, and to see that people who listen in enjoy the content we talk about honestly gives me so much happiness. It's it's ridiculous. So thank you for being with me on this journey and here's to a big 2024. To get into it, so the month of November has been a pretty pretty busy month for myself. So the two main things that I'd left for the year was my 100k run. Um, and if you've listened to the podcast over the last year, you'd know that it's been my chip on my shoulder, as some would say. So this year around, I kind of just kept it on the DL and I said, I'd look, I'd just go out and just try to do my best at it and not tell many people. I told a few friends, um, but other than that, I just kept it on the down low. Because I feel like when I tell people things on Instagram or whatever it is, it, it's a form of mental masturbation. Uh, I know it's a, it's a very odd concept, but basically what it is is that you get a dopamine hit every time you say you're going to do something. So if I say I'm going to do 100K, it gives you a little dopamine hit. Like it feels like you've done it, but you actually haven't. So this time around, I was like, look, I'm just going to keep it to myself, tell a few friends that will probably help me along the, along the route and that's it. And if I do it, I do it. If I don't, I don't, but I'll talk about it either way. Thankfully, we got it done. So you won't have to hear me ramble on about it um, again until I think of my next challenge. But on Saturday, the 25th, I was like, okay, this is the day. So I decided maybe about two weeks previous uh, what day I was going to do it. And then shout out to Lam for the nutrition. Um, honestly, a big help uh, as a man who's never used nutrition for any of his runs. Thank you, Lam. So I set out 5 a.m., and I was like, look, I have to do this because to be honest, after doing the 80K last year, I was very like, I have to do the 100K because one of my like life mantras, it's a quote from Carl Jung, who's, who is a psychoanalyst. And the quote was, you are what you do, not what you say you'll do. And after last year's attempt at the 100K, I got to 80K. And do you know what? I was happy. Don't get me wrong. I was delighted with 80K, seeing as I started running six months previous. But I also told people that I do 100K. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone says they're going to do something and they never do it. Like that's that's my biggest pet peeve. So when it came to me, I was like, I can't be a hypocrite. I have to go out and do 100K. And if I never run again, fair enough. But I still did the 100K. So it was the 25th of November. Um, and I was like, look, that's the day. I'd say I decided maybe about two weeks previous. So then I just had to taper off my runs and all that sort of stuff. Set out quarter past five by myself. Ran four 25k loops. That was the goal. So it was 12.5k out, 12.5k back. I parked up by the marina and just ran 12.5 out, 12.5 back. 
a few electrolytes, jellies, back out again to do another 25k loop and then another and then another. Honestly, the first 25k loop was grand. I had no complaints with it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I decided not to wear earphones as well because I was like, if you're going to do it, you might as well just go all out at it. So I decided not to wear earphones. Uh, So I did the first 25k grand, second 25k grand. About 63k in, my Achilles started getting incredibly painful. Um, Like I could still run, but it was the mental thing of your Achilles is screwed and you still have 37k left to run. So that was a bit of a mental battle and it was kind of one of those things where you just go into the hole and you're just like, all right, I need to get out of this. And then that was a bit of a battle for till about 75 till I finished the third loop. And then after the third loop, it was grand. It was, I don't know, my Achilles just felt better. Um, It still wasn't 100%, but it was a lot better than where it was because where it was was not a good place for 37k left. Um, So... I'm actually thankful for two of the lads who joined, Owen O'Leary and Keen Kennefick. Um, they ended up running 50k each. So they joined me at 50 and then they ran um, they ran alongside me for the, the next 50. Um, so now we're at 75k and 75k was a weird one because 80 was what I got last time. So I knew it was going to be a mental battle when I hit 80. So I hit 80 and I was like, okay, this is unknown territory. And it was kind of that thing of like the fear of the unknown. It was, oh my God, like I've never got here before. Will I be able to get the last 20 done? Then 85 hit. And I was still, you know, other than my uh, Achilles, I was still grand. Like I wasn't goosed, but I was, I could feel it. My brain was like, okay, Fad, maybe it's time to stop. But then I was like, no, I still have 15K left. And then 90, I was doing grand, but then the last 10K was rough. Ladies and gentlemen, the last 10K was rough. It was cold, it was raining, it was dark, it was just grim. Um, So I think for the last 10K, I ran it at like 7.45, eight minutes a kilometer, um, because it was just like water was gone. Like we could have stopped off in a shop and then we were carrying a bag. We didn't want extra weight and all that sort of stuff. So the last 10K was rough, but look, we got there in the end by hook or by crook. Oh Jesus. By hook or by crook. We we finished it up and I was so intrigued to see how I'd feel after it because the last four or five months was focused on that 100K. Like all my running was like, okay, we we need to do 100K before the end of the year. So I was so intrigued to see how I'd feel after. And I remember when I, when I hit the 100K on my watch, I was like, oh, uh, is that it? And then Owen finished up at 50 and then we were chatting, whatever, blah, blah. And then I was on the way home and I was listening to Homecoming by Kanye. And it just all hit me. All the emotions just hit me. And I was just, it was like a live concert. Like you might as well have been seeing Kanye West live in... Uh, the three arena, I was just belting out. I was on the best buzz I'd say I've ever been in my whole life because it was the last, last year I was happy with the 80k but I was still distraught because I wanted that 100k and I don't like failing. I don't like it. It's not um, something that I enjoy doing. It's important, don't get me wrong. It's something that we all have to go through. I don't like when I don't succeed in things that I set my mind to. So on the way home, listening to Homecoming by Kanye, I was like, this is what it's all about. This, the last six months of running has led to this feeling. 
And don't get me wrong, the feeling was incredible. But the one thing I realised was, I think I enjoyed the pursuit more than the goal. Because the thing is, when you train for something like this, you're training, say, four or five months, for example. And obviously you want to do the 100K, which is incredibly important. But when you're in the pursuit, what matters most is the person you become in order to achieve that goal. Of course, doing 100K, like I'm delighted, don't get me wrong. But it's who you become in those 20 weeks that leads to the 100K, which is the most important thing in my eyes. There was days when I'd get up and I'd be like, oh, I have to go for a run. But then I'd always think to after the 100K when I attempted it, I'm like, will I be really happy or will I be really sad that I didn't do it? And that was something that always played on my mind. So whenever I didn't feel like running, which was very rare, to be honest, because I, I love doing it. It would be like, Fad, you have 100k to run. Like, we can't let this slip again. We let it slip once, fair enough. Once is a mistake, twice is a choice. It's like, we can't let it go again. Another thought that I had when I was finished or when I was going through the whole, the whole run was the early mornings and the late nights really, really paid off. Do you know what you see them on Instagram? You see these like, like really famous people, whatever. And they're like people who are well accomplished and won everything in their chosen field, et cetera, et cetera. And they always talk about like the early mornings and the late nights. And throughout the run, I was like, man, those early morning runs, when I was up at five o'clock in the morning, running at half five, doing 20 Ks or interval training, whatever, like they paid off. But I think when you're in it, it's so difficult to see the, the bigger picture when you're in it and you have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and you're the only person on the road, it's raining, you have your rain jacket on, you're running and there's puddles everywhere and no one else is out on the road. That's that's where it all happens. That's where I noticed it happened anyway for me. Like one thing I realized over the last four or five months was if you're the only person out on the road, you're doing something right. Whenever I go running, I always look, uh, like, not in a competitive way. I always look, I'm like, oh, how many people are running today? And, like, when I go out in the mornings, there's, like, three people. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I want. Do you know? No one else is out here. I'm doing it. No one else is doing it. Let's go. Look at what everyone else is doing and then do the opposite. Or in order to be in the 1%, you have to be willing to do what the other 99% of people don't want to do. And I think that's what happened with this 100k run. I was doing things that I never expected myself to do, like getting up pissing rain and going for a run. Like, like no one wants to do that. Like, I don't even want to do that, but you still do it because it's discipline. Throughout the run, what I was having was, sorry, we went down a bit of a rabbit hole, but uh, throughout the run, um, Literally, all I was eating was Squares bars and natural confectionery jellies. I got Biscoff biscuits because I thought they'd be nice, but my God, they were horrific. <laughs> they were so bad. Like, they were sandpaper in my mouth. Um, But that's just the way it is, really, isn't it? Yeah, you're not going to get everything right. But they were horrific. If you are planning on doing a run and you need carbohydrates, please do not get Biscoff. Please do not get Biscoff. Um, but... Yeah, um, then I had electrolytes, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, that was pretty much it. I don't think I have anything um, else to add. It was definitely one of the best things I've ever done in my life, for sure, so far. It really tested the whole, the whole, are you what you say you are? 
you know um and thankfully i thankfully i did it uh which i'm of course delighted about and thanks for all the messages also um actually that doesn't go unnoticed thanks for all the messages on instagram or whatever about um congratulating me because honestly they go a long way i put up a question box and so I put up two question box and I just didn't reply to either of them because I, I didn't do uh, the monologue two weeks ago. So I'll answer those ones as well. Um, so one of the questions was, what was your break like between each 25k? So the break was probably about 15, 20 minutes. Um, it was just using the bathroom, stretching a bit, eating. And then if I had to like ring Lam or anything for any advice, if like I was feeling dehydrated, all that sort of stuff. So that was, it was pretty simple. It was nothing too strenuous at all. And just to kind of, Joe, just relax for five minutes. Well, it's not much really, is it? Over a 12-hour period. But look, it is what it is. But um, yeah, relax and then just go back at it again. Because the one thing I didn't want to do, I didn't want to take breaks too long either. Because then you kind of just get comfortable and then you're like, oh, I have to run 25k now. That's not great. Yeah, the breaks were short. It's food. If I needed any, like, any advice from Lam, bathroom, back out again. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty easy to be honest. I parked my car by the marina, so I just ran out 12 and a half and then 12 and a half back into my car. So all my food was there anyway. So it was ideal. This is regarding running. I'm going to move on to something after, but this is regarding running. Would you do it again? Or is it a once and done goal? Um, (laughs) would I do the hundred K again? No. Would I do something bigger? Yes. 100%. I'm actually looking at challenges now to see which one and when I do it because like I signed up for the Quark Marathon on the Monday, like literally last Monday because I was like, I own, I work best when I have a date locked in because I'm very, I'm a bit of a procrastinator and like if someone's like, oh, John, I'm on the Quark, I literally sign up the day before, which is stupid. It's not, um, it's not ideal. Um, So this time around, I was like, look, I'm going to sign up for the Quark and I'm going to, make sure that I'm ready for it. But with regards to any like ultra runs or big runs, I have a few lined up. I definitely do more than 100k the next day, uh, the next time I go out, but I'm not sure yet exactly what um, distances we're talking. But definitely, definitely going to do something like it again. Probably every year, to be honest, because it makes me work harder than I've ever worked. And that's kind of what I want. That's literally what I want. Um so it's definitely not a once and done goal. It's going to constantly happen, I reckon. Then the next thing, so that weekend, the weekend of the 25th and the 26th, that was probably the biggest weekend of the year for me or quite possibly the biggest weekend of my life. It was basically six months of this year led up to that weekend. It was the launch of the close far beyond and like the rebranding and all that sort of stuff and it was the 100k so the 100k was Saturday the launch of the close was Sunday so it was pretty pretty strenuous um also I want to say thank you to anyone who's bought the clothes and if you have I hope you love them um like I've spent the last eight months eight and a half months on rebranding this because so yeah, I took a bit of a break from the clothes there uh, for like 18 months. And then come March, April this year, I was like, look, I need to get back to this. Because there's a part of me, I don't like leaving things undone. Like if I do the best I possibly can and it doesn't work out, then fair enough. I can I can sleep well knowing I've done my best, but I didn't do my best. So I had to come back to it and give it the justice it deserved. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So I spent the last eight and a half, nine months rebranding this whole thing 
uh, with the help of my friend Oliver. And yeah, I'm absolutely delighted with how the rebrand went. Uh, people seem to be loving the clothes. So look, I, ca- I can't really complain. But the the one thing I realised with Far Beyond compared to FB Fitted was the message behind it. I think myself as a like person has, I think I've completely aligned myself with where I want the brand to go, like the vision, like pursue purpose, pursue your potential. Like literally, who could you be if you stopped wasting your time? That's a question we all have to ask ourselves. And I think it's a really important question. It's a question I ask myself almost every day, um, <laughs> terrifyingly enough. But yeah, it's who could you be if you stopped wasting your time? It's, it's, it's a good question to play around with because you'll get a lot of answers and they might not be answers you want to hear, but they'll be answers that you must hear. So that was the clothing. And then it was just very busy leading up to the launch, getting the website, the stock, the shoots, all that sort of stuff um, sorted before Saturday, before the run. Um, so all that went well. I was happy. Um, and I I have no complaints on that on that regard. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, I got a few more, I got a few more questions um, regarding just the question boxes I put up. So I shall find them now. One question was, "What's your favorite hoodie in this collection?" I'm actually wearing the Storm right now. I think it's an insane hoodie. I also like the Frostbite, and I also like the Ivory, but. Uh, if I was to pick one, I, I actually don't think I could pick one. I've had too much of uh, a connection with all of them, to be honest. But I, if I was, if I, if I was at gunpoint, I would say, oh, frostbite. I'd say it's just the cleanest hoodie ever. Um, what is the purpose of life, in your opinion? I think the purpose of life, in my opinion, well, definitely one of them is to leave the world in a better place than you found it. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, I think that's, I, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think there's a, there's much in that. I think it's, yeah, exactly. Pretty self-explanatory, but that's definitely um, something I think about. It's like, how can you leave a positive effect on the people that you've encountered throughout your life? whether it's helping them or whatever it is, how can you make them feel that bit better? That's something good to aim at. That's something very good to aim at. Yeah, that's that's probably what I'd say. I know it's probably, you wanted a really long-winded answer, but I think that's exactly what I think it, or one of my purposes anyway. Um, just having a positive effect on people's lives. That's a good one. I think that's everything. I don't think I had any other questions regarding the runs or anything because I literally just answered them there while I was telling you my story. It was story time. I'm going to record one more monologue for the year and I think that one will just be my 10 favourite books of the year and I'll break them down into like maybe four or five minute summaries or whatever it is. I might review my year um, in total, like everything I've done and see what has happened. Um, but regarding 2023 goals, I'm pretty happy with what I did this year. It was quite a lonely year though. It was a year that I didn't do much outside, like in my social life. It was very like to myself, spent most of the year by myself, 
almost all the year by myself. All the year by myself, bar the holidays and all that sort of stuff. It was very, it was lonely, but I, I wasn't alone. I, I thoroughly enjoy my company. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was quiet, but it was definitely one that I needed to have. And will I be doing the exact same thing next year? Absolutely. I think having those four or five friends, it's all you really need. You have your goals, you aim up and you shoot as many times as you can. It's all, that's, that's it. Pick something. Think of the best thing you can do and then go do it. So look around, look at your life, look at your job, your relationships, all this sort of stuff. And then pick the best thing you think you can do. Whether it's a YouTube channel or starting an Instagram page or doing a PT course, whatever it is. Think of the best thing you can do and then go do it. And if you fail, it's all well and good, but at least you know you stuck to it for a year. I think one of the things I did this year was I wanted to see how much I could work. Like max capacity going at it or going all in for one whole year, how much can you do? That's an important question you have to ask yourself as well. Not for a week, not for a month, for a full year, how much can you do? Like obviously without like, getting, suffering from burnout, all that sort of stuff, which I was very close to, by the way, but um, like, how hard can you work for a full year? And honestly, it's a hell of a lot more than you think you can. And that's the thing. That's the thing you need to realize. It goes back to my question of who could you be if you stopped wasting your time? And like, this might sound condescending or whatever, but one thing that whenever I chat to anyone about like whether it's reading books or anything like that, they're like, I don't have enough time. And honestly, when people say that, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. You actually might not have enough time. Absolutely. You might be working night shifts, have two kids, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. But show me your screen time. If your screen time is over four hours, you have time and you have plenty of time. Um, like, I think if you decrease your screen time, you'll realize how productive you can be. Every time I go to pick up my phone, I'm like, why am I picking up my phone? So sometimes when I'm at home and I'm just like sitting down, just staring at the wall, <laughs> I'd be about to pick up my phone. I'm like, why am I picking this up now? And if it's for literally just scrolling, which I do as well, don't get me wrong. Um, then I just pick up my book and start reading. Uh, like, look, you're never going to, you're never going to reach perfection. Like that's, that's a given, but you can ceaselessly strive towards it. You can always get up and get better every single day. 1% better every day. That's it. That is it, my friends. So look, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very, very much for listening to the podcast. Honestly, it means the world to me seeing people put up their Spotify wrapped and my fat head is there. Honestly, it means the world to me. And if you could, which I would genuinely really, really appreciate, if you could leave a five stars on the show because that improves the algorithm, uh, that would be cool. If you can't, it's no problem at all. So whether you're listening on your walk or you're at home, thank you very, very much for listening to the podcast and I will definitely catch you for the next one. Thank you.